With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. Please take my hand. Now open your mind to me. Please open your mind. Open your mind. Open. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Back on Saturdays, I try to be here from 3 to 6. It doesn't always work out that way because we still have some basketball. So next week, I'm on from 4 to 6 on Saturday, but I always post my podcasts early in the week as soon as they're up on WSB. And then... uh, I also have a do some podcasts online with my producer Binkley, and we have started a website called PropagandaReportDaily.com, where we put our WSB podcasts, our Propaganda Report podcasts, and also uh, every day we'll put a few quick hits up of what the news is saying and what it's really trying to do. So we like to pick out the most blatant propaganda of the day, if you want to check that out. And uh, we have a very robust conversation going on right now because, for me, the propaganda meme uh, is setting us up. Right now, there's a lot of themes, a lot of themes. We're not going to cover them all. We're we're really focusing on the flag-burning thing because it's so emotional and important. But there are a lot of different things out in the news that I think are really teeing us up for a, a crackdown on the free flow of information, of political expression, of beliefs, of all the things that are enshrined in the First Amendment on purpose is at first, I will say, that it's even more important, I realize now, after not realizing it before, but is more important than the Second Amendment even, because without discourse and dissent, uh, you cannot have a body politic. You cannot have a self-governing society like this uh, you just can't have it. So you, you you need information. And in my opinion, what they're proposing, what the left is proposing in response to fake news and Russian propaganda is that we curate the news, everyone from Obama to Vernon Jordan, uh, and even without realizing it, I think a little bit of Melania Trump. I just posted on my Facebook page an article I wrote about this with quotes from those guys saying how we need to curate the news, separate facts from fiction, prioritize it, change the tone, make sure people are civil. These are all the things that are not a part of a of a, an effective political discourse. And I think that we're being set up on the left and the right to uh, accept some incursions, encroachments on our First Amendment rights. And Ryan had called before the break saying, that this is this the flag burning thing I should have held him on but he was saying that the flag burning thing was a 
is a way of getting the right on board with some of these controlling uh, controlling speech the way the hate speech folks and the social justice warriors were trying to do it from the left. And, I, and I've thought that before. I actually wrote a glossary entry this week called Right Cover. How there's an expression left cover where someone like Obama can silence the anti-war left so he can drop 20,000 bombs on Syria and Iraq like he did in 2015. You probably didn't even hear that because he silenced the, the media on the left. So right cover would be a way for our leaders on the right to get the people on the right who really, because they're individualists rather than collectivists, really care about these individual liberties enshrined, protected by the Bill of Rights, in restraint of government, all that kind of stuff. If you can get them emotionally charged about a specific issue and they're willing to compromise on the fundamental principles, that's all you need. That's your foot in the door. And I feel like that's what this is all about. And if you could just say, well, in this one case, you know, nothing's absolute and you can't cry fire in a crowded theater. I get that. But but when it's a plot, you know, when it's a goal with an agenda, a purpose and can, is is really meant to be just a wedge in the door uh, to open it more and more. That's when I say you ha- and that and that's why I always say you really have to be absolutely strict about this stuff because it's always going to be a wedge. Uh, I am going to take some calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Terry. Hi, Terry. You're on with Monica. Hey, Hello. Terry. Are you with me, Terry? You're on the air. Yeah, I sure am. Um, oh, Chris, he stole my thunder a little bit. but uh, <laughs> That's okay. We can always, not, people tune in all the time, so you go, go, go for it again. Yeah, I know it. Um, I come from a long history of military people. I can document back to 1812 up to the present. And, um, I feel that people burning the flag, they should just go somewhere else. I know it's their free speech, their right to do that. And what they do on their own property is fine with me. But when they bring it out into the public, into the city streets, and it seems like they had to put some sort of accelerant on them, the way those flags just burst into flames, you know? Well, you know, I want to point out, I want to um, expand that a little bit, Terry. One thing I noticed was, like with the Colin Kaepernick thing, the NFL is it's, it's a quasi-governmental by this point, I would say, these big leagues that have um, kind of monopolies, I guess, but they just feel like governmental entities that are really sensitive to stuff. But they, um, my guess is they have rules that these guys have to stand up and uh, respect the flag and the national anthem. It's probably been in the rules since, for, for decades. And why they didn't enforce that, you know? you I smell a rat when they don't enforce. When, when a, a school, all these darn schools are basically run by the government funded by the government and uh and so there's no more private property but but basically everything should be private property the nfl and and um hampshire college and all these places and then those people can have their own rules about it yes you can't send the cops onto somebody's private property and and decide but but if you have a private institution you should be able to decide that for sure yeah i agree and uh you know i've I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, uh, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and I believe that the Roonies 
set everybody down and said anybody who behaves in this manner will not be a welcome member of the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know? Hey, I'm a big fan of dealing with stuff at the smallest possible level. It's the principle of subsidiarity. It's enshrined in the 10th Amendment. It means everything should be pushed down to where you can handle it personally. And I I think that that uh, that would be a solution. And that reminds me of one other thing that Kanye West uh, interrupted Taylor Swift's award ceremony some years ago. I was at the Grammys. I think it was last year. Beck was getting an award. Kanye West interrupted him. And both of those were him saying, you know, the sisters or whatever, uh, that it was racist to give the white people the award. So that fed into this meme of conflict, whatever. But recently, Kanye West on his tour uh, at every single place was was making a speech through Mark Zuckerberg under the bus. I think at one point he said he would vote for Trump if he had voted at all and just contradicted the meme. And wouldn't you know it, he ended up being forcibly committed to a mental institution, um, handcuffed to a gurney and his tour canceled. And I feel like oh, they, they didn't take action. Nobody took action when he should have been banned from all award ceremonies. That was my initial reaction the second second I saw him up there interrupting Taylor's speech, uh, Taylor Swift's speech, and uh, and they didn't do that because it fed the meme and they're fine with bad behavior. They don't care about decorum. But now, you know, and that's funny because they're not going to say he was arrested for free speech. You know, it's like, oh, he lost his mind. Like, really, he lost his mind. He said the same thing over and over again at every concert. Obviously, he was, you know, lucid. They took him in. He was completely lucid. So I'm saying these institutions do nothing when clear breaches of decorum, when it feeds the meme. But when it doesn't, they can call on the authorities. Anyway, maybe that's just an aside. I'm going to go to Mike and Cornelia. Hi, Mike. You're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. Um, I just want to first say thank you for uh, the interview you had with Dr. Ron Paul. (gasps) That Uh, was the highlight of my career, as you can imagine. And anybody who wants to hear it should. I I posted it on my website, MonicaPerezShow.com. And I have to say, it took everything I had to keep my mouth shut and listen. But I I did it. (laughs) I can imagine. He is the greatest Christian (gasps) civil magistrate this country has ever had, I believe. He he was he's not as articulate, but he is what Judge Andrew Napolitano called him the modern day Thomas Jefferson. It took me a long time to fully appreciate that. Now, I don't yeah. know if they're Thomas Jefferson and Patrick Henry. I'd have to, yeah. <laughs> as you know, it's a tough one to. But I, I would say there's an upper echelon, and they're all in it. And I think one of the questions I would have asked Doctor Doctor Paul is, you know, what really drives? What's the root of of what drives his whole ambition of of of, of getting this information out to people, but I think the roots of his Christian faith is what really drives him. And, and you know, what's uh, great is that he—you don't hear about it. He doesn't want to enforce that on people. It that's just right. drives that's him. Right. And that's he wants to do it by yes. example. By example. And yes, and he you, cares about uh, liberty and justice for all. Like when he's against the wars and he fights for liberty, I, I really feel that behind it all is simply his, that he hungers and thirsts for justice sake. Absolutely. And I think, I think on this flag issue, flag burning issue, I think he would address it simply as a property rights issue. Yes. Um, and, and, and I'd like to challenge Christians out there to think about this. Let's say, you know, does your neighbor have a right to to take their Bible? Which their Bible? If you're a Christian, the Bible is no comparison to the flag of the United States of America. The Bible is it's 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 life itself. 
but but the the issue of the of, of your neighbor taking the Bible and burning it out in their front yard or don't burn it out on the square, whatever, uh, do they have the right to burn that Bible? And, you know, again, going back to property rights, I would recognize that as a Christian to say, you know, that's their personal property, that's on them, that's between them and their maker, and if they burn their Bible, you know, I'm just, I feel sad for them. Yeah, and I see that, and I, I don't like, see, I don't like the Muhammad stuff. I don't know much about Islam, but I'm sure it's totally offensive, and there's no reason for it. I don't like it. It's Those are the kind of expressions that, you know, are manipulative to me. But you're right. I mean, they're private property. You have to recognize it. And you know what? When you do, you completely defuse the issue. You take the power out of the issue because you just, you know, when when you want to defuse something, ignore it. But <laughs> I bet that'll make the calls, the lines light up. Uh, more calls after this. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We are... Uh, Getting really into the depth of this flag burning thing. I just, I, I had like five different things I wanted to talk to in this show, and uh, I just didn't think that there would be so much nuance here. I want to go to Talentino, Talentino and Conyers. Hi, you're on with Monica. You've called before. Okay, I just want to get to the root of the problem. Yes. And it's not about people fighting against people, it is against evil fighting against good. Okay, and this route began in 1963 when Marlene, a lady by the name of Marlene O'Hare, worked hard and took the Bible out of the school system. And from that point on, our demise of our children didn't have a balance. They only have the balance of the other side of the spectrum by coming from the left, okay? So if I meet you as a person, I can see your body, but I cannot see your soul, which is an invisible part of you, your intellect, emotions, and will. I cannot see your thinking, I cannot see your feelings, and I cannot see your will. So we are looking at this problem from the visible point. But we live in a natural world, and we live in a spiritual world, and the problem is spiritual. Evil against good. The, the, uh, the American soldier is good, and there's attack on, on the military. There's attack on the cross, on Jesus, on the Bible. Anything that's good, there's an attack on these things. And this is where the point we have to look at, the invisible point. Okay, what you're talking about is a very, uh, it's a really deep subject that requires a lot of of thought and um, teasing out. And I'll tell you where I come from on this is that I'm, I'm a hardcore libertarian and you can really, I'm an anarcho-capitalist. I do not believe that in the modern world, the modern state can be trusted. I feel it's a pathocracy that works against us. But I will say that as a libertarian, uh, it's very easy to just look straight away and say, um, you know, like it should be a free-for-all. Of course, I, for one, do not want any kind of uh, melding of church and state. However, you have to recognize that the roots of uh, responsible liberty lie in morality, in an understanding of norms of ethics and behavior. 
And if you look at where those roots you know, those ethics come from, I think what you're saying is Christianity was, you're not saying this, but I believe Christianity was replaced with secular humanism, which is like a God, you know, a non-God ethic. And does that have power? I think Plato said it does not have power, that you have to, if, if God isn't real, you have to invent him for morality. That's a big subject. We can touch on it a little more, and I'm going to blow through these calls at right after the break. This is Monica Perez. Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB. Saturdays, I'm back. I try to be here from 3 to 6. Sometimes I have to work around basketball. Next Saturday, I'll be on 4 to 6. If you miss the show and want the podcast, I post that. And I also do a show, especially when I don't have a WSB show, because I like to keep it warm and people really enjoy it. It's a little bit of a different thing. I do a podcast with uh, Binkley, my producer here, and we really can get in depth into subjects because we don't have to (laughs) take a commercial break every couple of minutes. So if people want to uh, listen to that, enjoy it, support it, what do you tell them to do, Binkley? Go to PropagandaReportDaily.com, and on the right, in the column on the right, you're going to see a button that says, Get it on iTunes with a little Apple on it. Click on that button, and then leave us a rating. If, if you like the show, leave us a rating and a review, and if, if you don't like the show, then don't click on that button and <laughs> don't vote at Why all. Why would you? Yeah. Right, isn't that what Trump said? Exactly. Like if you, I'm not going to tell you to vote. Don't vote. If you're yeah. not going to vote for me, don't vote. Self-censorship <laughs> if you don't like it. But uh, that helps because then it's when people try to search for it, if you have more subscribers, it gets higher up in the search Yes, exactly. Right? So then more people get it, and it's more fun that way. Right. So I like that, and we really enjoy that. And then also that website, Propaganda Report Daily, we are making a lot of – we do it daily. So it's a little more fun, and we can converse with people in the comments section and everything. So I really enjoy that. And uh, you can um, check that out. But I am here for a little while longer, and I've got um, a few calls left. And if you are on hold, I'm going to try to go through these, uh, click them off so that everybody gets a chance. And my first caller is Brett in Bold Springs. Brett, you have been a longtime listener and a frequent caller, but I haven't heard from you in a while. What's going on? Oh, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Oh, your callers have me wound up. I know, and I, I knew, because, I mean, it's not like you're you're easy to deal with, so I do not feel like, I was like, oh, great, Brett, I'm excited to talk to you, but I, you could start yelling at me any minute. No, no, I'm not going to yell at you. Thanks. I'd like to remind the previous caller that we're not a theocracy, we're a secular nation, so he can take his Bible and stuff and keep it to himself. <laughs> Christians have been running this country for a long time, and look what the shade we're in, so his argument is invalid. I'm so glad this is in the last half hour, because if that were in the beginning and I had three hours of <laughs> people yelling back at you, Brett, I don't think I could take it. So, well, okay, go ahead. What, you, what else you got? Because you've been on hold a long time. You've got to have more than that. Yeah, I, I, I really wound up. That guy at the beginning of the hour that said, uh, if you're going to burn the flag, go somewhere else. I'm a vet, too. I'm a combat vet, okay? And I say, burn the flag. Go ahead. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I've been to other countries where if you pull stunts like that, they'll take you out and shoot you or string you up by a lamppost by your neck and set you or on ki- fire. Or kick you out of the country. Well, I guess that's that's the easy way out. But I think that's what Trump's tweet said. Exile, yeah. loss of yeah. citizenship. And, and so you ought to be thankful that you live in a country where you can peacefully dissent for the most part and not get shot 
That's such a great point. I really appreciate that. Like, just to think about what it really means in real time to crack down on people. See, that's what I had made this point earlier in the show. When you look at um, the symbol of the flag, if that symbol becomes a shield for tyrants at the top who are treasonous towards the principles that you fought for, then all of a sudden that becomes a symbol of that tyranny if it protects them. So at what point, you know, and and that's when they really are going to crack down on your reacting to it with dissent. Right. And remember this, as soon as you say, hey, I don't like what they're doing with their liberty, stop it. The powers that be can then turn that focus around on you and stop you from your liberties. Which is exactly what's happening with the left-right turnaround. They they thought it was totally fine to give Obama all the surveillance powers in the world. And now that Trump has them, they're already screaming that Trump has these incredible, incredible surveillance powers. Like, who's been putting them in place for the past eight years? Being free means you have to tolerate things you don't like. And I ask people who say, oh, you know, kick them out of the country. Do you really want freedom, or do you just want your worldview to fit what you want so you can be comfortable? In which case, if you just went to the 10th Amendment, you really have a lot, a lot of latitude. Even the First Amendment, it says Congress shall pass no law to establish religion or abridge, blah, blah, blah. Like, the, if you really look at the 10th Amendment, it can give a lot of latitude to the 50 experiments that are going on. You really, I mean, that's the one thing they should be focusing on. Right. Well, I'm like this. You know, freedom of speech is not an American right. It is a human right. I agree with Uh, that 100 percent. People forget that. Yeah. So, I mean, think about that. And to all the naysayers, think about if you actually love freedom or not, because if you do. And justice. And liberty and justice. You know, think about it, because I think a lot of people just they want it to be their way. And anybody outside is a problem. And that's not freedom. Right. And I and I feel like uh the idea of thinking of these things as uh, inherent rights can help people when we're inundated with propaganda about what, why it's okay for us to have some of these wars where we have no business in other countries telling them what to do. Well, yeah, it's not our business to take Assad out. Yeah, I, I, and that, don't even get me started on that. I'm tired of our guys going over there getting jacked up over... Well, I'm not going to get you started on that because it's it's hard to take that turn. When, when I'm going to do a show on Syria and it's going to be intense, and I will I will tweet you personally, Brett. <laughs> okay, but you were all fired up. Is there anything else? I'm going to move on. No, I'm going to just drop the mic. I think I did all right. All right. Thanks, Brett. Thanks for calling. <laughs> See you. Uh, okay, Johnny in Atlanta, what you got? Hello. Hi, Johnny. You're on with Monica. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm a vet too, and I want to. What, what what's going on in America today? The problem is, you have so many people here that don't know anything about the Western way. They don't know anything about. You know, all they think they come over here, and, and it's just like they don't forget where they come from. They don't forget their their mores. What they don't forget their religions and stuff like that. Okay, and they bring that here, and it takes a couple of generations to be inculcated into this uh, into Americanism. But the problem is we don't teach we don't teach uh, American government. We don't teach the um, Constitution and the Bill of Rights anymore because it's so offensive to people. You know what I think, though? I, I think there's a that what used to happen, and I can tell you this from my own family history, that the economic 
sink or swim reality of uh, of the economic liberty of the U.S. taught taught those values not just in uh, several generations, but immediately. And in my own experience, my Irish grandparents came over. Uh, my they stayed. They made a life here. My uh, by they wanted to be Americans. Yes, they but here's the thing that happened: is that I had also a Syrian grandmother whose parents came over. My grand, her mother died in childbirth. The father decided to go back to Syria. He couldn't deal with it, and he left my grandmother as a baby in an Irish convent. She was raised by Irish nuns. He could not handle the sink or swim reality of this country, and he went back. Whereas when you have a, a welfare state, when you have these support networks where people don't necessarily have to conform or speak the language or get with the program to eat, that's why I think Europe has these serious problems. I really feel that the answer is an economic and personal liberty. Now, here's what I say about the flag, okay? As okay. a veteran, all right? Yes, that's what it goes back to teaching, okay? There's a proper way to burn the flag. If you want to protest America, and you want to protest America, and you want to burn the flag, you burn the flag, but you show it the respect that it deserves. You show it the respect that you show the people that have died for that flag. How does that work? So you're saying you can burn it in protest respectfully? Yes, you can burn the flag respectfully. You sure can. Because look, look, I fought for your freedom, but I didn't I didn't I didn't fight for anarchy. You know, I fought that you so that you could peacefully protest, so that you had a redress of of, of a grievance to your government and things like that. That's what I thought. That's what I put my life on the line for. I didn't put my life on the line for anarchy. And just because you're a minority, that does not trump law. You you have these rights as a minority because of those laws. I think that it is true that you really you cannot actually cause problems doing anything. Like you're not allowed to start riots or um, hurt people or put people in danger. I think that's a reasonable standard. Our rights stop where they encroach on other people's rights. And uh, and it just it, to want to step in with the with the force of guns, which is all the government really represents. The government has power as an extension of your right to self-defense. And uh, and you can't have them start violating that by uh, imposing through violence these uh, these rules. I'm going to Kenneth in Alpharetta. Hi, Kenneth. You're on with Monica. Hey, I just wanted to kind of propose an alternate theory about Trump's tweet about flag burning. Okay. So I personally think at least a good chunk of what Trump was doing there was trolling. And in particular, he was trolling the mainstream media and also the protesters who were out, you know, protesting Trump that we see on TV and social media all the time. The mainstream media took the bait because they went crazy over <laughs> Trump's tweet, right? You remember seeing that? Yeah. And so, but then Trump surrogates were hitting them back online, pointing out the fact that Senator Hillary Clinton had co-authored a bill to do the same thing. Yes, I read that in 2005 with almost the same uh, problems, they, the same, um, like, one year in jail and a $100,000 fine. Right. And so... 
by having mainstream media freak out like that and then get smacked back, it pointed out how hypocritical they were. And and Trump was on, I saw a video of him on Letterman just last year saying how you have to have the right to burn the flag the way you have the right to draw Muhammad cartoons. And Charlie mm-hmm. Hebdo has the right to make Holy Trinity three-way cartoons. I mean, he was defending that just a year ago. So there's definitely something to the idea that, that it's... Uh, um, that it was meant to get a reaction. I think it goes a little di- deeper, but I always think everything goes deeper. <laughs> uh, time for one more call. I'm going to Michael and Canton. Hi, Michael. You're on with Monica. Yeah. Hey, uh, just kind of a, a, a someone had said it earlier about property rights. Really, the I'm not. Of course, I'm against the burning of the flag. I think it's a horrible thing for people to do, but certainly they have the right to do it. But the Right only depends on where they burn it. It becomes a property rights issue. So if you do it in a public place, well, I can't go out and take a a, a bunch of bags and just start burning them in a public place. I'd be arrested because it's 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 you know might cause a fire or it might you know cause a riot or whatever. So it's really where they burn it. So if they buy their own flag, you know, at a store and they want to burn it. Really, they don't have any place to burn it except in their own house or on their own driveway, maybe. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense to make the rules different because of the reason or whatever. That's why the Colin Kaepernick thing. I was like, you know what? There's probably a rule that you're not allowed to do that, but they're going to let them do it because uh, they think it's an important issue. Don't break the rules. You're not allowed to burn stuff in a certain place. Don't burn stuff. But if it's your flag, it's on your property, you can... um, you know, you have to be able to, you can't send the uh, the police onto your property to stop that if it's not really uh, hurting anybody else. So we're going to wrap it up after this. Um, this. Stay tuned. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Chilly with a 90% chance of rain Monday as the work week begins, but that could change. So stay tuned to WSB for weekend weather brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And I don't want to forget the McDonald's weekend prize pack. It is a pair of tickets to see the Game of Thrones live concert experience on March 14th at Phillips Arena, produced by Live Nation. And a family four-pack of tickets to an Atlanta Gladiators home game at the Infinite Energy Arena. The first to call 404-741-0750 will get that prize pack. Looks like a good one. And uh, we will continue to follow uh, censorship and the attack on the First Amendment, which I think is a major agenda item uh, in the at least the year to come, if not the years to come. But in the week to come, don't forget that Tuesday, December 7th, is the 75th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. And uh, there's a lot of, if you want to go deep, if you like to go down the rabbit hole, there's a lot of stuff there on Pearl Harbor that you can look into. Even bubbling up to the mainstream, I saw an article in the Wall Street Journal, in the weekend Wall Street Journal today, that talked about how uh, Kimmel and Short were the uh, admirals who got into, really took some flack for, uh, lost some stars even for being held responsible for Pearl Harbor. But that has been, uh, their names have been cleared, but their stars have not been restored. And uh, but there is actually uh, real deep stories behind why uh, there were 
so many failures on Pearl Harbor. So we'll post stuff about that on PropagandaReportDaily.com and maybe even do a podcast on that. In the meanwhile, you can continue this conversation on Facebook, Twitter, at Monica Perez Show. Check out PropagandaReportDaily.com, where I will post this show, my WSB show, early in the week when the podcast is ready. And next Saturday, I will be live here on WSB from 4 to 6. Until then, this is Monica Perez. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.